Oh no, is it happening? Uh-oh. Glitch city, bitch. Glitch, glitch city, bitch. Are you back? Oh, you're back. We're off, oh. we're off to a great start here on Oddities. <laughs> Doing real well. I'm doing such German voice because it goes with my topic. <laughs> and I can't do a, I can't do a very convincing French accent, so. Should I do the whole episode like this? Oh my god. <laughs> do you think I'd make it? I don't know if I'd make it the whole time. Oh, it's already happened. I've already slipped. I mean, I think it would be almost impossible. I wouldn't be able to take you seriously at all. Welcome to Oddities. <laughs> I don't know how to say I don't know how to say my name is. Ich bin. No, oh, right. Ich bin Cassie. <laughs> ich bin Anna. And welcome. Oh, welcome back to Strange Town. <laughs> my God, I like that you just automatically um, slipped back in. <laughs> I yeah I had to, you know, I gotta embrace it. Um, as per usual, all of our social media information is in the description. So is our Patreon if you'd like to donate to our show. And merch. Don't forget to get your holiday merch. M- merch here. Merch here. <laughs> peanuts. Who wants peanuts? <laughs> Bear here. I'm clearly losing it. How are you? I'm good. Let's see. I had... A rough weekend last weekend, but I had a good week this week. And let's Yay see. for the good week. Hooray. Let me what am I consuming? <laughs> Curious. Oh. I so I started watching The Sex Lives of College Girls on HBO. And oh, I didn't didn't not think I would like it, but it's actually kind of funny. <laughs> Is it? Okay. Yeah, I I was like, I don't know. That sounds kind of awful. <laughs> I really thought it would be, but there's like, and I mean, there are hints here or there where I'm like, all right with this, but then yeah. there are other things where I'm like laughing out loud. Oh, because good. Some of the things that girls do, I'm like, this feels very true to how college girls are. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of funny. And I'm watching Arcane on Netflix, which I'm not even done, but it's so fucking good. So it's a l- lot of good content we're, we're consuming here. We love it. Love that. How love are you? That. I'm great. So this is the first episode we're recording since the wedding. So I'm married, everybody. Turn here, turn here. It went so well. It was the perfect day. There's nothing I would change. And uh, we finally got <clears throat> the previews from our photographer and my USB <gasps> with the final files is on its way. So I can share some more pictures with the odd fam once I have that, which by the time oh this God. comes out will have already happened. They're so beautiful. Thank you. You and your mom were so complimentary. It made my whole life. Because <laughs> they were so beautiful. They were. So, I was Thank like, you. Uh, as soon as I got them, I was like, <gasps> I was so excited. <laughs> you know what I love about the pictures is you can like feel the happiness coming out of the pictures. Yes, you a thousand percent can. Right. Especially the one where we're leaving the ceremony. I feel like that's like... There is one that absolutely kills me. It's us popping a bottle of champagne and we 100% look like a stock image couple. It First of all, that that picture is the one that I was like, oh, joy is coming out of this picture. Yes, yeah, yeah. But like, you 100% would see us in like a picture frame in Kohl's. 
like that you're going to purchase. That's that's what, <laughs> and you all will see. Well, you'll have already seen what I mean by the time this show comes out. So that was great. Now we're preparing for our honeymoon. So we're going to Jamaica um, December 21st. So actually, when this episode comes out, we'll be leaving just a couple of days after. So very excited for that. I'm going to get Aruba, super tan, super drunk, eat a lot of yeah. super food, go on some adventures, lay my happy ass on a beach and read. I downloaded Agatha Christie, so I'm ready for like a beachy murder situation. And love it. Oh, School's going well. I'm about to enter into finals. Eep. So wish me luck. Oh, also, um, want to say a huge thank you. Several of you shared that we were your top podcast on Spotify for 2021, and we are so flattered. Thank you for choosing to spend your time with you us. Guys, you guys are the best. You guys are the best. Also, we've gotten so many good stories. A lot of listeners have, have uh, emailed us and messaged us on social media, so get ready for a hot listeners episode in the new year also all of our listeners guys your stories are blowing me away i'm getting scared they're reading fucking, them. <laughs> they're fucking crazy and you guys are you write so well you're so well spoken i why are you listening to us <laughs> you guys are beautiful writers what the fuck so anyway um super impressed we love not that it matters if we're impressed or not but you guys like just crushing it thank you thank you thank you odd fam we love you we we just fucking love you okay and, <laughs> and in terms of <laughs> in terms your of what eyes I'm consuming, got so wide <laughs> in terms of what i'm consuming it's just christmas it's just christmas all the time what's the what's the latest one well i'm out in new jersey at the moment i'm fitting in some appointments before our trip and we started watching a boy named christmas last night it's on it's a netflix original it's kind of weird, but I got to tell you, the production value on it, they spent a lot of fucking money on this. And the wardrobe is amazing. Okay, I am of the stance that the people who do, like, if it's well done, like, for movies, the wardrobe, it's like art. A thousand percent. You know, and, and this is one of those movies where, in my mind, the wardrobe is art. It's beautiful. I I feel like so. in the folds of every single amazing movie... Everything is mm-hmm. top notch. Wardrobe, soundtrack, like all the people that I feel like don't get highlighted enough. Yeah, dude, the n- movies would be nothing without the behinds. This, behinds. behinds. Without the behinds. <laughs> without the behinds the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> but it really, seriously, without the behind the scenes people, like, uh, really, nothing. It would be nothing. Yeah. So I agree. Is it animated or is it real person? It's um real person. There's some CGI'd like little critters in there though. Like gotcha. a little mouse. He's so cute. He's a little baby. <laughs> and he's he's got a little Irish accent and I we oh, love it. We, we love, love it. it. I did watch Christmas in a Castle with Carrie Yules and Brooke Shields, and my god, that was awful. That was first of all, Carrie Yules should never do a Scottish accent. I'm sorry, bro. And oh. Brooke Shields, uh I I don't know what was going on there for her. So <laughs> I that Pass, but the dog was cute. <laughs> the dog was cute. That net that Netflix recommended that to me, and I was like, "I'm not. This is not for me." Netflix, you're off here. Do not do that to yourself. Also, Netflix, what's going on with your algorithm? If you recommended that to Anna, <laughs> <laughs> what what's going on? It's not so, right. Um, in the spirit of the holidays, I'm pretty. Is this a is this an entirely holiday themed episode? It is. 
Oh my god, should we put some like jingle bell noises here? <laughs> jing, jing, jing. Jing, 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 jing. Yeah. Okay, well, so would you like to go first or shall I? It's been two weeks since we last recorded, so I have absolutely no clue. I Me And we, we can't even do it like a day later, let alone <laughs> two weeks. I know. So, yeah. Uh, I can go first. Yeah, take it away. Oh, we're going to France, yes? We? We're going to France. Oh, très bien. Okay. So, I'm doing Pierre Foutelt. Pierre, you shouldn't have come. Come. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, tell me about Pierre. Also, also, I'm sorry if my pronunciations are not correct, French people. I personally love your country. (laughs) Yeah, any French people listening to us should just be like, bon. (laughs) They try. Putain, and we know. <laughs> we know. We, we know, gang. <laughs> so his name is French for Father Whipper or Old Man Whipper. Oh, oh this took a weird turn real quick. Okay. Sure did. He's basically like an anti-Santa. <laughs> oh, oh, France, are you okay? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Here we it. go. Here we go. So, he accompanies St. Nicholas on his rounds during St. Nicholas Day, which, when we're recording this, it's the 5th of December, and St. Nicholas Day is tomorrow, the 6th of December. Oh! Festive! Yeah. So, he dispenses lumps of coal, which, normal, okay. Love, love, love. Or beatings to (laughs) naughty children, while St. Nicholas gives gifts to the good kids. So, he's just lurking behind St. Nicholas like a creepy relative. (laughs) Surprise, bitch. (laughs) Surprise, bitch. I like how he dispenses coal or dispenses beatings. <laughs> and, like, how does he decide who gets what? I guess the level of badness. Like, if you're just, like, minorly bad, you get some coal. But if you're, like, a, a real ass, let the beatings begin. All of a sudden, he's like, come here, motherfucker. Come like, here, these bitch. are children. <laughs> I can't. So It's for, like, the, it's for like the murderer children. My God. So, he is known mainly in the far north and eastern regions of France, in the south of Belgium, and in French-speaking Switzerland, although there are similar characters that exist all over Europe, which is also hilarious. Yeah, which we, yeah, we've, yeah. So, this story is wild. So, in the year 1252, the most popular story about Pierre Foutard was first told. An innkeeper, or a butcher in other versions, who's apparently this guy... Two very different things. Okay. Yeah, like right. Okay. Yep. He captures <laughs> three boys who appear to be wealthy and on their way to enroll in a religious boarding school. In my notes, I go, seems specific, but okay. <laughs> so far, everything about this is very weirdly specific. <laughs> it's so specific. So along with his wife, he kills the children in order to rob them. Let me just stop there. Uh, okay. Did you have to murder the children? My guy, they're kids. Just rob them. Also, are they really going to have anything substantial on them? You'd probably make a better bang for your buck if you kidnapped them and held them for ransom. It, it seems wild to me that he, along with his wife, so you're two grown adults, you can easily just be like, give us your money. And kids will be like, okay. Okay. First of all, don't rob children. I feel like that's the yeah, first right, thing right. here. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Yeah. Yeah. But also, what? Why do you have to murder them? Whatever. 
So there's a super fucked up version where they drug the children, slit their throats, cut them into pieces, and stew them in a barrel. Wow. What? France, are you okay? France, Saba, what's going on here? <laughs> it gives a certain je ne sais quoi. <laughs> it sure fucking does. So Nick, St. Nick discovers the crime and resurrects the children. I had no idea he had that kind of power. Wow, gift giver by day, resurrectionist by night, but that's <laughs> fine. Cool, very cool. And so our guy repents and becomes St. Nicholas's partner. Why would you want this guy as your partner? What? You know? Maybe he's like a hell of a salesman. <laughs> he's got a hell of a sales bitch. <clears throat> yeah, just like, Nick, you gotta, you gotta listen to me first. Can I get five minutes of your time? Say Nick's like, uh, what did you, why did you put those kids in a barrel? Excuse me? <laughs> St. Nick's like, walk with me to my sleigh. <laughs> it's like, you have from here to the sleigh. Give me your elevator pitch. <laughs> yeah. From the butcher slash innkeeper shop door to my sleigh. Or should I say, give me your elevator pitch. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Wow. Zing. Okay. <laughs> so there's a slightly different version of the story that claims St. Nicholas forced our guy to become his assistant as punishment for his crimes. That makes way more sense. Oh, oh wow. Okay, so now he's like gift giver by day, resurrectionist by night, and somewhere in between he's like a lawman? <laughs> like a renegade I, lawman? <laughs> this, I mean, I guess the whole thing, if he murdered kids, now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. Why would you ever be like, you should come with me when I go speak to kids? When I go see children. Yeah, this is... No. I don't <laughs> like it. This is like putting, like, crack in front of, like, an addict. Like, wh I, I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> no. So, in the 1930s, uh, Pierre Foutard appeared in the United States under the translated name Father Flog or Spanky. <laughs> I knew you'd like that one. Spanky. It would be, but like in French, it'd probably be like Le Spanky. But that's how it got translated when it came here. Oh Jesus! If if somebody was like somebody was like, yeah, there's this guy that travels with with Saint Nick, and his name is Spanky, I'd be like, fuck off. <laughs> take take your Spanky and fuck off. Get away from me! It sounds like you took a weird turn. Now we're in the red light district. Get away from me! <laughs> Killer of children by day, BDSM by night. It's either way, I like. Oh my god, Count it's, me out. It's too much to be paired with Saint Nicholas. What's happening? <laughs> so, although he's almost identical to the original French personification, Father Flog had nothing to do with Christmas, and also had a female accomplice named Mother Flog, <laughs> which sounds like it, they were just wanted to bleep out motherfucker. <laughs> that sounds exactly right. Like if you stub your toe, ah, mother flog. Ah, mother flog. <laughs> so oh, apparently the two doled out specific punishments per, for specific childhood crimes. <laughs> this, is, this is great, okay? <laughs> okay? So like lying is like kind of a childhood quote unquote crime, I guess. Okay. Here's their punishment. Cutting out the tongue. What the hell? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> the fuck? These, these characters are so like hyperbolic I, I can't 
They're like so intense. Like we're dealing with children. Yeah, is this like There's... the code of Hammurabi? Like what's going what's going on? <laughs> like, what's happening right now? At the most, children are six feet off the ground. Like what yeah. are we doing here? Six feet. Did you hear That's what I just said? That's a tall ass kid. Yeah, I was like, what children? Damn, okay. Men six inches. The coffee That's... hasn't kicked in yet. Uh, it is quite early. It is. So, okay, here's their appearance. Okay. The most common depiction of Pierre Foutard is a man with a sinister face, dressed in dark robes with scraggly unkept hair and a long beard. So, so he, so he's the witch really from Snow just, White? Right, exactly. <laughs> So the witch okay. from Snow White is just sitting in the shadows behind St. Nicholas. With a beard, correct. With correct. a beard. So he's armed with a whip, a large stick, or bundles of switches. And some incarnations of the character have him wearing a wicker backpack, which children can be carried away in. Oh, that's like a la Krampus. Yes, big time. Yeah, yeah. So here's a big yikes. In the last 100 years... He has become a white man donning blackface and claiming that it's just dirt. Oh, no. yikes. No, no. This isn't what we do. Stop. 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 So there have been protests of the character and for them calling to abolish him. Early renderings of the character have shown that he looks identical to Santa slash St. Nick, but he's just in a black robe. So here's my idea. I like that better. Yeah, either let's go back to that or let's abolish this motherfucker. Yeah, well, I like, so I like the identical to Santa just in like, you know, like a black Santa suit because it's like, ooh, dark Santa's here. Like, yeah, it gets like the point across, you know? Yeah, we love dark Santa has entered the chat. We love it. We love that. We don't love blackface wearing Pierre, whatever, father flog shit. Stop that. That's fucked up. Stop it. We definitely do not love that. And that's what I have on Pierre Foutard, which is wow, that easily was... the most intense anti-Santa we've talked about. That was entirely different from what I was expecting. That took oh, yeah. me on a ride and then back and on another ride. That was fucking <laughs> crazy. You're welcome. I, 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 you know, I, know. I really just... I, again, I stand by Pierre. You shouldn't have come, have come because he what, shouldn't have. If you don't know what that's from, go watch Singing in the Rain and realize how much more talented everybody was back then. So, Also, just strap in for one of the most enjoyable movies slash musicals of all time. So jolly. I'm, I'm still caught up on, like, Spanky I'm, and, like, Butcher versus uh, Innkeeper. Like That story is so intense. Chopping them into a stew? Like, what's happening here? And, like, why do you need... I I really can't get over (laughs) the fact that you don't need to be doing any of this to children. No, this is very radical. So, wow. Yeah. Like, guys, we don't need to be this intense with teaching kids a lesson. Kids get it. No, we don't. So, um... Right. Wow. So we're gonna we're gonna scoot on we're gonna scoot on over. And today I'm going to talk about Hans von Trapp, the Christmas Scarecrow. Oh my god. Yes. I'm nervous. So, I don't know why, but scarecrows make me inherently nervous. 
scarecrows are wild. Also, like the scarecrow in that one Guillermo del Toro where it's like all the stories. It was like a children's book that mm-hmm. I'm totally blanking on the name of right now. And in the movie, I, like, I can't remember, but you watched it. Yeah, like straw shoots out of the guy's fingernails, and it's like, yikes. <laughs> okay, yeah, so. Anyway, so as long as there's been jolly old St. Nick, you know, giving out gifts and doing what he does, which when you think about it, <clears throat> well, we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a creepy figure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, there has to be a counterpart, you know, punishing the bad ones, similar to Pierre and all of the other crazy ones we talked about last year and shit, right? So we've got everybody from like Krampus to Perkta. Remember Perkta Berkta? Oh, Perkta Berkta. Um, yeah, there is. Um, some would argue that Hans von Trapp is the worst. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know oh, that I. No. I don't know that I agree with this sentiment necessarily, based on what I've just heard from you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm going to get into some of the crazy stories around this bitch because there's like a few different variations, you know, as we always see with these. <clears throat> So, the legend of the Christmas Scarecrow is well known in, actually, France. It's, it's Alsace-Lorraine. It's but what? Alsace, right? Or is it Alsace or Alsace? Oh, 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 I thought you said Alsace-Lorraine. I was like, this sounds like a witch. <laughs> no, and Lorraine. Yeah. Oh. Um, but it's also, like... He like the ter- the tale of him. He's in like Bavaria, like in Germany. So we've got like a little, uh-uh. we've got like a little mixy match mashup. Yeah. So there was actually a real Hans Trap. Um, according to the story, he lived <clears throat> in the 1400s. Uh, he was like a rich, powerful, merciless man who was feared by the people of that area of France, and his thirst for power was so great that theoretically. He turned to deals with the devil to enhance his power and status. I'm going to get into like the a little bit of a stronger history on who Hans Trapp actually was, but this is like the story that's come to be. Um, <clears throat> hearing of this, the Pope himself excommunicates Trapp, uh, after which he was banished from Alsace and his wealth and lands were confiscated. Um, oh, shit. But all of this is nothing compared to what comes next. Ooh. So, okay. So we're kicked out of France, right? So he goes Bye. and he, const- Bye. he constructs this like makeshift home in Bavaria in Germany. And here he continues to like, you know, get pissy and angry and whatever. And his evil desires fester. And he develops a hankering to try the taste of human flesh. Why? Why? Let me just say, I've been pissed off on many occasions in my life and many things have festered and I've never wanted to taste human flesh. No, it's never ever. happened. And I can't say that's one that I've experienced. So, no. finally, eventually he becomes the Christmas scarecrow. He, uh, he is oh adorned God. in straw as a disguise and he waits on lonely roads for victims. What the fuck? Right. So one day, a boy around the age of 10 happens to cross the, his path, Okay. And and Trap stabs him with a sharp stick, and then he he brings the body back to like his Bavarian lair. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god, I'm fine. I'm back. And he slices it into pieces and roasts it. But before he could eat, he's struck by a divine lightning bolt and killed. What? Yes. Uh, so today. Naughty children are warned that Hans Trapp's spirit 
lingers on and that he may visit them in his scarecrow disguise if they don't mend their ways. And he's kind of like a boogeyman figure, right? And he's just like this tall tale. Um, but the story seems to have been inspired by the actual true tale of Hans Trapp. So let me oh, give no. you like the, the true background now. Uh, well, wait, wait, wait. There's another take first that I want to go on and then I'll get, I'll get it to you. So, all right, let me go through the other one. So he's an anti-Santa figure, French, French-German border region. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we've gone over how he was excommunicated and all this shit. So he exiles, he's exiled to the forests. Um, and then he, <laughs> he was about to capture the boy in this story, but then God gets pissed off and then he <laughs> strikes him. He strikes him with the lightning, but, okay. but he like, in this story, he doesn't actually die. He just, like, continues to roam the earth as, like, this electrocuted s- scarecrow. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. But in this take, he teams up with St. Nicholas to earn redemption. And oh. so while Sa- so while St. Nicholas awards presents to the virtuous, Hans Trapp tries to persuade naughty children to mend their ways and be virtuous, unlike him. So he's kind of like Pierre <sighs> in that he follows santa around but in this he he doesn't necessarily like hurt children but he like tries to persuade them to be better be like learn from and me it's... don't don't be this electrocuted yeah. scarecrow <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's also it's interesting because he's winning back redemption that way so it makes sense why he would pair up with saint nick kind of yeah yeah like i like i kind of i kind of like that take on it better than the yeah. boiling and eat, eating the child <laughs> In either case, yes. I like the concept of God being like, enough, and then he just electrocutes him. It's, it's almost like in one of them, like, God was like a little late. He's like, ah, shit. He was like eating a sandwich. He was like, now electrocute yeah. him. Fuck him. And then in the <laughs> other one, he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, that. hold on, hold. Stop. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. All right. It's like, what is this fucking weird scarecrow doing? Shoot him. <laughs> also, why are you stuffing yourself with straw? So... A lot of questions here. A lot of questions. So now, for real, let's talk about the guy who inspired the legend of Hans Trapp. His real name was Hans von Trotha. Uh, he was a knight who lived from 1450 oh. to 1503. He commands two castles in the Palatine territory, so French-German area, uh, but becomes embroiled in an argument with the church over the property in one of them. Um, the abbot would not concede certain properties to von Trotha, so the embittered knight um, basically stopped the supply of water <laughs> to a nearby town with a dam. Oh, my God. I feel like Very I've heard petty. this story. Maybe you have. So in retaliation, uh, the abbot has the dam destroyed, which floods the villagers' homes and businesses. <laughs> so meanwhile, the villagers are like, what the fuck? How did we get in the middle of this bullshit? The poor villagers get no water, and then their shit gets flooded. I'd be like, uh, fuck you, people. And meanwhile, it's like 14, 1500s, so you know they're dealing with, like, I don't know, the plague and, like, <clears throat> they're poor so tired. And, like, they have too much terrible hygiene. Like, it's all just bad. Everything's bad. So, this is, this is actually, you know, like, true. Uh, the dispute continues. Um, and just like in the Hans Trop tale, uh, Von Trotha is summoned by the Pope and excommunicated. Oh. The Pope's like, no. So. While while there's no record of Von Trotha turning to cannibalism and hunting children while dressed Thank as a scarecrow, God. Uh, what we what we do know of Hans Von Trotha's life is actually rather extraordinary. So, the uh, let's see, 
there was um, an emperor's intervention at one point to try to put a stop to the knight's battle with the abbot of Weissenburg Abbey, uh, which is exactly why Pope Innocent the five, six, seven, eight came into the picture in the first place. <laughs> and not only did he come into the picture, he did like a two-step into the picture, you know? That's he's, right. He's made to dance, yeah. That's so, right. On his summoning to successor, uh, let's see, Alexander the five, six, the six's papal court, Von Trotha refuses to attend. Instead, Oops. he sends a letter to the Pope, which expounded on Von Trotha's faith while accusing the Pope of all manner of impure acts. <laughs> I got to tell you, this guy is redefining petty levels. <laughs> I, I love this level of pettiness. He's like, oh, you think I'm bad? Well, wait till you hear about what the Pope did. <laughs> He's like, I'm pissed, so I'm sending a letter. You're all coming down with me. <laughs> That's right. This is like the equivalent of like a strongly worded email. <laughs> Big time. This is ye old strongly worded email. So even excommunicated, <laughs> Von Trotha actually did pretty well for himself. He served the French royal court where he was given the Chevalier d'Or by King Louis XII, which I don't know what that is, but I think it's just like a title or like some kind of award type of deal. <laughs> Honestly, I was too I was too caught up back on when he was boiling the little boy. So like I, <laughs> I know for real. Upon his death, all charges against him were reversed and forgiven. Oh. And then, but something of his notoriety lived on, though, and not only in Hans Trap, because local legends also refer to him as the Black Knight, a formidable specter that was also sometimes said to accompany Santa Claus and punish children who were unworthy of gifts. And of course, the only thing I think of instantly is the Black Knight from um, Monty Python. <laughs> yep, yep. Yep, exactly. Yeah, and it makes me think of England <laughs> and that movie. So, yeah, that's uh, that's all I have. That's Han- Hans von Trapp. Um, it's it's interesting, a wild though, tale. It is, and it's interesting how much the real life, like, intersects with the story. It's just, I was surprised at how much is actually kind of true, except his level of pettiness. They didn't capture yeah. that. Yeah, that, yeah, you know, I, um, I don't know, it was kind of cool to see one of these, like, actually based in semi in reality a little bit. Um, yeah. And <clears throat> you can clearly see the, uh, religious overtones of, like, you know, don't go against the Pope and, you know, mm-hmm. this, this, that, or the other. But it, uh, that's, that's Hans von Trapp. He's, he's a wild figure. I sure prefer, is. I prefer the version of the story where he, <clears throat> you know, like I said, he's, gets caught like prior to eating right the boy. god's like die and then he doesn't die and he instead accompanies saint nick around he's like hey can i hang with you i want to be better and saint nick's like listen i gotta give these gifts out to the good kids but do me a favor and just lecture children because that's way that's a way worse punishment than anything else is kids getting dude. lectured to dude big time and um yeah so so that's I, I, it's it's a pretty crazy thing. Hans von Trotha. I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> I like I that get story. It. Like, yeah, I, I yeah, like I I like, and I like how in the end, even after he died, they were like, okay, we'll just absolve him of all. This shit. Yeah, which what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I love how petty he was. So oh, anyway, so I have petty. a I have a new favorite historical figure apparently, and. <laughs> and that's... yeah i i just like the idea of like yeah you're petty but are you i'm gonna stop all the water from going to this town petty 
are you write a letter talking about how bad the Pope is, Petty? <laughs> are you Hans von Trapp? <laughs> yeah, so anyway, this was a very um, bizarre holiday episode, everybody. It <laughs> sure enjoyed. was. Yeah. And, oh, this is coming out December 19th, so we hope yeah. that you have a very safe, whatever holiday you celebrate, we hope it's very safe and happy. That's right, yes. And, um, God, this was such a fucking, this was a wild episode. But anyway, everybody, Mm. until next time. Stay strange. (laughs)